Hi, this is Lucy Arnaz. You're listening to TV Confidential. We'll replay our conversation with Robert Crane later on in the hour. Robert Crane, eldest son of Bob Crane and the author of Crane, Sex, Celebrity, and My Father's Unsolved Murder, a book whose title is almost completely self-explanatory. Besides providing a first-person account and commentary of how authorities handled the investigation and prosecution of the Bob Crane murder case, Bob's book is a memoir of growing up with Bob Crane as a father before, during, and after Hogan's Heroes. We spoke to Robert Crane in June 2015. We'll replay that conversation later on in this hour. I'll be able to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, to set the table for that conversation, and because this Thursday, June 29th, marks the 45th anniversary of the murder of Bob Crane, we will bring you a special edition of This Week in TV History that originally aired in June 2014, in which Tony, Donna, and I not only discussed the Bob Crane case, but reference an interview that the three of us had in December 2013 with Bob Crane's daughter, Karen Crane. Tony Segment is always brought to us by our friends at Story Salon, Southern California's longest-running, regularly performing live storytelling ensemble. You can enjoy Tony's standalone podcast this week in TV history, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find audio. I, I just wanted to highlight this only, not so much of what happened, because we did have a... Uh, Karen Crane, the daughter of dog, oh, uh, Bob Crane. Right. Yeah. That's so uh, here's what it didn't create a traffic problem, uh, but no, it created, but it created conspiracy theories. Yes, and <laughs> and it's funny because we had talked about conspiracy theories uh, in a previous segment about George Reeves and yeah. and and all that, and I completely forgot about this one, which was, I think, a a very serious conspiracy uh, issue uh, that had merit. Let's put it that way. Maybe that's why it gets overshadowed because. Uh, there was actually, I think, some merit to it. But uh, Karen Crane uh, beautifully articulated her personal opinions of what transpired, uh, wow, in 1978. So uh, quite some time ago now. But uh, I, I thought it was worth uh, bringing up because, yeah, uh, first of all, uh, the, the murder of Bob Crane uh, spawned uh, some, some very interesting stories. Uh, here you had something uh, that also happened that, I think a lot of people would just rather move on from. Yeah. And sure. I think it was the efforts of uh, some of his co-stars from Hogan's Heroes and others to really keep things going because I don't think at the time his kids really did not have the the clout or the force uh to to be that voice. Uh so I think Werner Klemperer, Robert Clary especially were people who were very outspoken that something needs to be done. What are the police doing? Why is this just closed, unresolved? There has to be something, and I think I think so much should be owed uh, to their contribution to the process. But like you know, we're saying there were all sorts of theories coming out, and uh, as we speak now, I think you know at the end of the day, after so much had been said about Bob Crane over and over and over again about uh, personal life and and. Uh, People are now looking at his work, and uh, he's which is as it should be. As it should be, so we it had sh- it should uh, uh, the story should be the content, not the coverage. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know he died at a time before there was a TMZ, before there was a Drudge, before there was an internet, and uh, it was you know a TV star murder, but there was a lot more yeah. uh, to it at that time. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing that uh, the person who they believed was responsible eventually did have his day in court. Nobody knew of DNA evidence at the time. Evidence was not properly taken care of. 
because they didn't, you know, didn't have the foresight. Uh, but uh, now, yeah, there's people want to put them in the broadcast. It's the Broadcasting Hall of Fame. The National Radio National, Hall of Fame. National Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that he Karen was. Ford is the um, is the go-to person behind that king. Karen Ford, who has a book called Flipside, yes. the definitive biography of Bob Crane, which is supposed to be coming out soon. And when that happens, Karen Ford will be a guest on our program. Which I, Carol, I Ford. Carol, Carol Ford. Carol Ford. Carol Ford. Yeah. Karen Crane, Carol Karen Ford. Karen Crane, Carol Ford. Our yeah. conversation with Karen Crane is still available online. On the archives. And it is a lively yeah. conversation. It is. It is. Uh, uh, you know, for, for her to talk about uh, her thoughts and, and all that, first of all, uh, greatly appreciated that she could just say what she wanted to say and uh, be uninhibited at, at that point. But, you know, to hear it straight from her. And uh, I, I will repeat, uh, when she was in studio with us, we could see her dad in her. And it's, yeah, yeah just, yes. you could see that she favored her father over. Uh, you know, her mother, especially in the eyes, the yeah, eyes, yeah. the forehead. Yeah, you could, and it was, you know, really, uh, you know, and and she got to tell some stories that I don't think uh, have been covered. It, she, she told a lot of stories that humanize Bob Crane. I mean, I'd always respected Bob Crane as a performer, but to get to know him as a father, yeah, that, yeah, that that was special. That was good. And I also think uh, very important, especially uh, Me TV has been showing Hogan's Heroes. TV Land had it for a while. And nine. Nine. <laughs> nine, nine, nine. Yes. Uh, the fact that uh, people are getting a chance to see, you know, a generation maybe that did not know a lot of this other stuff that get to appreciate him for who he is or, or who he was and, uh, you know, can take the show in the context uh, in which it was intended, which also uh, sometimes gets, I think, unfairly maligned as a show. And Rod Serling hated Hogan and Zero. Really? Loved Bob Crane. Loved Bob Crane as a person. Hated Hogan's Heroes with a passion. Wow. But it speaks to the fact that Rod that Rod Serling was you know, he served he served in um World War Two, so he was, he was a veteran. Plus he hated he hated prejudice in any form. He hated, you know, totalitarianism in any form. He hated oppression in in any form. And so he he felt, how could you, how could you make the Nazis part of a mm -hmm. comedy? I mean, that 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 yeah. premise offended him as a veteran and as and as a Democrat. So if you read, as I knew him, my dad. Rod Serling by Carol, by Ann Serling, Carol Ford, Karen Crane, Ann, Ann Serling. Serling. Uh, it's a, it's she goes and she has she she devotes a, a, a chapter, yeah, and uh, and she talks about that was one of his soapboxes. He hated Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> it's but love, but he he appeared on Bob's L.A. talk show a lot. The the show, if you hear any audio, which I'm sure you could find online. He was such a dynamic host. Oh, yeah. He was great. He created a form of radio that we pay homage to on our program, a, a sort of personality 
yeah. radio. It was sort of a, I mean, it was a he was a music show, but he would have he would have guests in, and so it, it sort of blended, you know, music and uh, and, and, and interview news. And, and, and it wasn't an, it was a talk show. It was a blend of new, music and talk. And uh, he would play on his show. Yeah. He had a drum set had right a drum next. Set. Yes. And so he would uh, he, he would play music and sometimes play to the music. Yes. As well. And uh, yeah, you listen to some of the interviews. He is on. He had everybody who was anybody at that time on that radio. And show. he was uh, he there. You, you hear this with certain. You hear this with certain talk show hosts today. He could take. He was a master of what they call a live spot. Where um, you would cut from uh, the control room would cut from playing a couple of recorded interviews, and then you'd have about thirty or forty seconds before Bob resumed uh, his his program. But in that thirty or forty seconds, he would read copy for a, uh, for one of the sponsors mm-hmm. on the air, and Bob would do it in such a way that. You couldn't tell he was reading copy for you know Bayer Aspirin or something. He mm-hmm. would do it kind of conversationally, and that was ju- that was just what a yeah. great broadcaster and salesman mm-hmm. it was. And I believe the and website is vote for number four vote for Bob Crane dot com for if you want to if, if you want to uh, help get him into the National Broadcast Hall of Fame. You can listen to Tony Figueroa's standalone podcast this week in TV history, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you find podcasts. We'll replay our conversation with Robert Crane when we come back on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.